Welcome back. Uh, it's been a while since I have been on camera or been on the show. I think it's been a while. Episode 53. 53. Watch Cringe. And so we're back and we actually have a very special guest today. One of the Texas folks kind of starting some noise. Been starting some noise been for quite starting. some time, huh? 2015, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that's when we started. You want to introduce yourself? Yeah. My name is Peter Cho, co-founder of Jack Mason Watches and um, designer slash marketer. Do a lot of do a lot of different things, but nice. there's a lot of I'm glad different you said, hats. Yeah, I'm glad you said watches because it kind of sounds like a whiskey too. Jack yeah, Mason yeah. It sounds like a, a manly thing. Yeah, right? like yeah. Uh, McConaughey's new brand. He has a new McConaughey's. One. Oh, new. No, new he has one. a new new one. It's I like tequila. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. gosh. Maybe they're, get they're, a, all, they're all doing tequilas. Yeah, that's right. Maybe you get a Jack Mason on his wrist. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, that would be uh, pretty cool. Uh, yeah. All right. So I guess let's start with the wrist check, right? <clears throat> so how about you? You can kick us off, right? I got a Doxa 5000T. Speaking about manly watches, this thing take, like, weighs like 10 pounds. You yeah. also haven't worn that since you bought it till yeah. today. Well, no, I, I wore it way back in the day, but now it's coming back. Uh -huh. I, I like it. I like yeah. it. Oh, like uh, man. I'm not. Man, not I'm, still, I'm still wearing the same fucking watch, I think. Oh, wait, no. Last time I was wearing a Grand Seiko. So I'm, I'm wearing the Starbucks. Okay. I've worn, I haven't taken this off pretty much. No, Again, you have not. It's just so easy for me to wear it, and like I have no reason to not wear it. Yeah. How about you, Peter? What you got on? All right, I got something on that isn't out yet. Actually, oh, yeah. so can we show that or no? Probably. Yeah, can. I think we can. I mean, we can I just mean, describe it. Yeah, we can probably. We'll take a picture. Not of it. really see it, but yeah, this is something that's coming out in um, early 2024. Taking a pivot from sport watches to and dress doing here. some dress watches. So yeah. he walked nice. in and I actually saw that, and I was mm -hmm. like, I don't think I've known that model. Yep, yep. No, this is um, we're um, we're using uh, Solita. Movement, Ooh, SW. yeah, going real classy with the hand wound movement. Because you guys are more in the Miota. Sporty, we yeah. are. We're in the Miota, um, but you know, and I'm sure we'll get to it. But uh, we are moving into more, um, just doing like a more hybrid situation. Okay, um, doing some Japanese, but also um, Swiss if it if it's appropriate. So awesome, uh, yeah, dress watch. That's awesome. fucking That's cool. pretty cool. Actually, yeah. yes. So we're going to break this up just in two parts. Two parts. One, mm -hmm. talk about the brand, and then talk about you. Yeah, the man. person. Yeah. The yeah. man behind the, the brand. man behind the brand. Sure. So speaking of man, who, who is Jack Mason? Mason? <laughs> Did you guys practice that? Just like for an hour. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> in, the, in the mirror. <laughs> Look in the mirror. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so who is Jack Mason? All right. Jack Mason is a real person. So oh. we have uh, a... Uh, one of the partners in the business, uh, he is uh, sort of our main investor. Um, and, you know, from the beginning, he wanted uh, something to be named after his son's name. And his son's name is Jack Mason. And um, we went with the name because not not necessarily because it was like, hey, this is if you're, if his son's name was like, you know, Frank, you know, Wilson, yeah, yeah, yeah. be like, what what is that? But like the name just really rung a bell, like in terms yeah. of just like from a from a sense of being American. It's, and that's what we wanted. Well. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we wanted the brand to be was super American. And we're like, hey, you know what? That that's actually 
it's actually really easy to remember too you know it is and so it is yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it sounds familiar like I yeah like, uh, I've, like i've heard it yeah yeah so long yeah 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 exactly and th- when we first launched the brand i mean the amount of people who were like wait I, i've heard of your watches like uh, we haven't even launched <laughs> yet we're like no that i mean that but that that just goes to show you know how familiar it sounds yeah. and so good choice yeah so that's that's where the name that's uh, cool. comes from yeah and yeah. you guys started in 2015 right 2015 yeah. was that how and that was just your investors' money. It wasn't like a Kickstarter thing. It wasn't a Kickstarter thing. It was, um, yeah, it was a. So, even prior to Jack Mason, as you know it today, uh, the business was actually um, under the Jack Mason brand name. Was um, it was there was a business of watches and other just kind of accessories. We'll cover that too. Yep, in the collegiate space. I'm sure. Oh shit, he knew. Oh, yeah, he knows. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, that's where, um, and a couple of my other uh, partners had actually started the business that way. And so um, that's how, but that was strategic to kind of get the word out there in the collegiate licensing space. And then eventually like use that captured audience to then pivot uh, pivot into uh, a more, you know, higher end Yeah, That's the same thing that the government does and still indoctrinate (laughs) the youth. And the <laughs> that's exactly right. They drop crack yeah. in yeah. the in the impoverished neighborhoods. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly Christ. right. So, so go yeah. ahead, Brent. Yeah, you have another one. Um, do I? I thought it was okay. Oh, good. Uh, oh, I do. Yes, I'm the highlighted <laughs> one. I'm pink. I forgot. I'm. Pink. I wrote the fucking script. Yeah. So. so I'm pink. Um. So the brand was once considered a fashion brand, mm-hmm. and now you've shifted. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna look because I don't remember the second part. Why the change and mm-hmm. what prompted the shift? Yeah. So the brand, yes, it was a fashion brand. And it was that because the it was supposed to be, we wanted a, a real business. It wasn't like a necessarily a passion project where we're like, hey, we can create some watches and like if we make money, great. If we don't, oh, well, we try. No, you, you can't no, it, was, the... it was about like business. And so okay. at that 2015 was the peak of Daniel Wellington. Daniel Wellington movement, mo- uh, movement had even just movement been, was fresh, yeah, right? just starting to start uh, like start at that time. But the Fossil Group brands, we were That's talking right. about Michael Kors. I mean, there isn't a woman or even man who Michelle insane. I actually worked on Michelle. I know Scoggin too. Oh yeah, I yeah, know. yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, so that that's at that time we were like, okay, this is the business we know. Um, and that's, that's, that was our experience, my experience. And so from the get go, it was, let's start in that, um, that wholesale business. Um, let's try to get some, some, some carve out a little space in Nordstrom and they, they were our first account. Nordstrom was your first account. So like, was that kind of process successful for y'all? Very successful. Very. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was, um, we, you know, they say timing is everything. And in our case, it was it was definitely a huge part of why we even, like, got on the map was uh, it, uh, Nordstrom was our... A, to be able to say it's Nordstrom was our first account, account is crazy, That's right? That's a huge account. And um, at that time, like I were, we were saying, it was the height of fashion brands. And so they wanted something different other than a, a brand that was owned by Movado or Fossil. And so... Here comes this brand, Jack Mason. Brand They're new. like, holy crap. 
and then it was actually like really nicely designed uh product and i mean i mean our first like, our first order was like eight hundred thousand dollars we were <clears> like holy shit this is this is legit i mean they put us in over almost a hundred doors which is unheard of for an unproven brand yes yeah, fresh yeah fresh brand wow so the only one I but could you, you guys had connections right to a lot of these Retail yeah, and I think that's where yeah yeah. So some of my partners were from sales backgrounds. Mm-hmm. I came from the fossil world as well. So from a like a uh, design product development standpoint, I I I, I had my um, like um, supply chain uh, connections and things like that. So it was a really good partnership from Dan's standpoint. Yeah. Um, yeah, the connections of buyers. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Is like oh, I need a buyer contact, buyer contact, and so. Um, were you also selling online too at the same time? Direct. We had a we had yeah, a website. Direct consumer. We had a website, but it was like, I mean, we just had it and we put some product up there, but by no means was it like any sort of. Um, uh-huh. We didn't put any emphasis on it. I see. And so when you fast forward to, well, when you get Nordstrom under your belt, then everybody else starts calling. So yes. we were in Sun- Saks, Bloomingdale's, like all the all the yeah. We never oh, went into fuck. yeah Saks, Bloomingdale's. We were in over two hundred boutique like stores um we were in all the stag locations yeah i remember you, know? you guys oh, in stags stag, yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. stags provisions so the yeah, yeah. Here in Austin. yeah yeah great great nice i remember you all there so there there was a level of we wanted to keep it premium so we never went into macy's because they'll Damn. you know because no, 30 percent off yeah because it's tuesday you, stack. you know you know you know so <laughs> stack t- coupons the on tuesday it special yeah. dude yeah yeah so uh we never did that and um yeah and then fast forward to 2020 was when we we pulled out of all wholesale That's and went online only our own website and the yeah re- in 20 uh, when 20 COVID happened was that- crazy man like we obviously nobody knew that was going to happen we just made a, a decision a company decision in january january of 2020 we were like hey <laughs> wow. let's let's uh let's Fuck do it, this let's and then two months later boom Perfect. the world changed we're like if we hadn't done that would have been out of you would have been killed yeah would, yeah like out of business for sure. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So you, did you? What you saw a successful move <clears throat> towards the on online sales? Yeah, right? and for you know most e-commerce brands, uh, well maybe maybe not most, but a lot of e-commerce brands they thrived during oh yeah during yeah. COVID. You know, like a lot and of so, micro yeah. brands also they, fucking they killed it. Oh yeah. yeah. Like Nautis was one of them, and then I remember mm-hmm. like Weston Cohen fucking killed yeah. it, dude. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's so then 2020 we um yeah, we pivoted and went e-com only and really started um just focusing on that. And the honestly the main reason why we did that was um it's no secret that you you do make more margin. Right. Um going direct to consumer, but the biggest part of that is we're able to then take that and reinvest it into Put it back in. the company to um I wanted control of my brand. That was the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. At the store level, you have no control. Mm-hmm. You have zero control. I'm like, wait, we should be in a brand building phase right now, but all we're just trying to capture sales. And that was just we were going in a direction that I didn't believe in long term. Mm-hmm. And so um, you know, it was a big move to And what when did the decision to go, okay, we're a fashion brand, but yeah. now we're gonna be yeah. like the you know, the next step. <clears throat> we're not yeah, yeah. yeah. So we continue even going on online only we continue to be uh this more so catering to that fashion customer mm-hmm. mat the masses 
But, so did um, you like put in like a bottle of Axe body spray with every watch? <laughs> Honestly, that would have been a great uh, that would have been a great tactic. You got to do like an Axe for yeah, Loco fuck, like the four Loco is crazy. Triple four collab, four. dude. Jakar Jakar Nor. Also, Flashlight is an Austin based company. Yeah. Okay. We have no their idea. contact. Uh, we do. <laughs> we're, waiting, we're waiting on a sponsorship from them. That's the only company. Oh my god. That and Four Loco. But but sorry, Peter, what yeah, you were yeah. saying. Um... No, we um so we decided so uh it was we were continuing to cater to those customers. Yeah. We were continuing to um make good product for that customer. <clears throat> uh the thing is, uh since day one, you know, uh I mean I was designing the product. That that customer did not uh either understand or care about the a the like the materials or the design choices mm-hmm. that i made it just went past right past them i mean from day one we were using sapphire crystals we were doing like i was using bgw9 that everybody goes crazy really? about right now like mm. from in nordstrom really? yeah because like i dude i've been doing this my entire career and so i know exactly how to so i've been making that product but nobody knew right like it just you know went right by right past them and so you know where we are today well uh, let me back up yeah so we we kept doing that and then um this is even i tell my team there's always when you look at some of the most successful brands or large companies out there there's always a a product or some sort of idea that literally transformed the company so for i for apple it was like the iphone you know and things like that for us it was that gmt movement fucking time the 9075 a true gmt so this is where our and um or like our experience came into play because most well probably the entire industry were like wait what Jack how are they the first ones to have this movement um and it's because of my uh uh just connections that I had and relationships that I built this entire time uh my guy from Miota was uh, came to our office in Dallas and was like hey, we just, uh, completely unexpected. We were just talking about other things. And he really? was like, okay, I just have, I have this, we, we're about to launch, or we launched this new movement. And he takes out a sample and it was the GMT. I was like, oh yeah, G-, you know, I was like, GMT. <laughs> we have, someone this is the living room. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was up then. Your <laughs> iPhone. Basically. Yeah, the, the, yeah, exactly. So the guy was in Dallas showcasing. Showcase. He showed me the, he said, oh, yeah, we have a new GMT. I was like, oh, that's cool, like G, a new GMT movement. And then he said, and he reiterated and was like, no, this is a jump new- hour GMT. And I was really like, cool. what? And then so I looked at the, is it the Traveler's sample. GMT? What? Yeah, and I looked at it. I was like, holy shit, this is, this is like game changing, literally game changing, right? Game changer. Yeah, game changer. And, um, and he's like, yeah, nobody, they, they had some European brands who had it, obviously Bolova being part of citizen yeah. had first rights to it. But other than that, Outside he was like, you that. guys are, you guys are pretty much the first ones. And Fuck, yeah. So I was like, okay, literally the next day I knew what I had in my hand and I was like, okay, this is, I have to create a watch that does this movement, right. You know, like yeah. it can't just be in some like, you know, fashion watch or whatever. And so that that was the moment where I was like, okay, I'm gonna start stepping into this enthusiast space with this movement. I want to make the biggest splash I can possible. You fucking did, bro. And so that's yeah. that's where things really started to change. And really, it was like 
it was also a moment for me to really unleash my entire like all my experience and and like okay now i can create a watch where the customer who's uh wearing it will understand every little thing that i'm putting into it so that's why i, I just mm. we went crazy so went on a rampage. logo change and everything logo change the logo change was like yeah i, I the lone very star. much like the lone star compared to just the text yeah and uh, honestly the it's it's really interesting because the timing was right like um i honestly from day one i wanted the i wanted the lone star mm-hmm. however i knew that um we're brand new so you needed the name on the lo- on the dial to like so get so people can read it right? and then one day we're able to switch it bang and so again this was like the perfect time to to do that and so um, awesome yeah what other kind of plans or ideas mm-hmm. that are you excited about for the <clears> brand <throat> right you know now that we've kind of captured the attention of a lot of enthusiasts uh-huh. and um uh and and the fact that we've been around for a while i feel like we've uh, i don't know if the right word is like we've earned the right to uh you and your stripes you know to like really get after it and so i'm really excited about our products coming down the um coming down the pipeline i mean we'll continue to re- like iterate on on the strata timer gmt maybe um, do like a resonance tor- torbion yeah <laughs> oh yeah no for you problem. guys that didn't know uh, before the show we were talking said platinum bracelet platinum case yeah micro so- rotor Meteorite style. So, you know, <laughs> precious metals is like something that I really wanted. Dude, that's some baller shit. Well, so like, and the reason is because, dude, we're in we're in Texas. Texas Timex, right? And like Texas Texans, if they're obviously you know there's there's a lot of affluent people here, oil and gas nation. Yeah. Um, and a lot of our customers are very very proud like Texans, Texans. and yeah, so like if yeah. we have um a very very limited amount of like solid white gold or something i feel, I feel like we can i, I honestly feel like i, I think them. you can especially yeah, yeah. yeah you're right but like the heritage of texas being such a strong driver are oh, you'd fucking do it no yeah problem. i mean that's i'm really excited about that part i'm excited to really start leaning into the, the texas roots um and my 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 short-term goal short to mid midterm goal is really dominate texas like bring awareness to texas watch like brands DSM type of thing right? peter does texas <laughs> yeah 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 peter you know, does dallas yeah, yeah peter does dallas i like that honestly my aspirations and i and, and i've i've told this to mike france himself and and, uh-huh. and uh, christopher ward um when we've chatted a few times at wind up and stuff and i and and i said and it was a compliment to him, really. I said, I want to be the Christopher Ward of the U.S. That's yeah. some big shoes. That's big shoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And European so, ass size shoes. And so, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's, that's kind of where my, at least my sort of aspirations are and the benchmark that I'm going to like, fantastic. you know. And so, because cool. like, I mean, there's no one really claiming that right now. No. From an American watch standpoint. I agree. You know? And like the whole like, so I'm a very proud Texan. Like. Mm-hmm super mm-hmm. and i think like the fucking thing that you guys are doing capitalizing mm-hmm. on it which is weird because you would think that at least a brand from texas would have done it already yeah not one no not weird one. right it is weird it, it's it, you know to be honest with you I, I don't know if i can't speak for them obviously but like 
when we first launched Jack Mason, it wasn't about like screaming Texas. I mean, we've always had the Lone Star on our crown from day one, mm-hmm. but it wasn't even our marketing and branding wasn't about, hey, we're from Texas, you know, yada, yada, yada. Sure. Mm-hmm. Just because there's like, you know, I mean, it's like the political environment, all that stuff. I don't have to bring all that into it, but like, um, but now, now it's like, no, you know what? We we need to take ownership in this. And yeah, it's Texas, okay to be proud. Texas is there's no other state that's as proud of their own state as Texas. Oh yeah, I mean it doesn't even come close. And Any I've lived all six over states. the place. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> What'd you do? A background? A background check on me? Jay's like has a license as a private eye. He knows every home address he was of your shocked. last six he was He's like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so with like the whole Texas thing, I promise you, you'd have earned a co- a good amount yeah. of fans. Like just by being a proud Texan. Because, mm-hmm. dude. That's a boat out front. Dude, I would throw hands for Waterburger and HEB. Everyone loves mm-hmm. those two. And Bucky's. And Bucky's, dog. Any slander. Can't forget the Bucky's. Throwing hands. <laughs> so, anything you would like to ask us before we move on to, to the next yeah. section? Yeah. Go ahead. We're going to start throw talking Because we asked you. you about your brand. Yeah, right? yeah. So. Well, so for, okay. So, <clears throat> watch cringe. So, without knowing all the details, I, I didn't do background checks on nice. you guys like you did. That's, but good. Like, That's good for us. That's good for us. <clears throat> but, I will say from uh from what I know I do think it's really cool like I don't know how your I mean you have a a specific audience but like the general watch industry I don't know how they receive you guys mm-hmm. but probably I, not so well Well I think that's what's cool <laughs> I think that's what's cool like so it, you make the hobby less serious than it needs oh, yeah. to be yeah and I, I think that that's I, what we're called is like the guilty pleasure of the yeah. of the industry yeah so it's funny because we're very crass as mm-hmm. far as like our show goes we're not it's because we're not taking any money from anyone mm-hmm. like this is all legit still a pure yeah. passion hobby yeah passion project and what we've been told by a good amount of people who are in the industry mm-hmm. is that they all listen yeah but they listen because they share the sentiment that we're able to say that they cannot. Yeah. And because yeah. we're not, we don't care if we yeah. hurt feelings, you know? Sure. And that's like, that's, I think, what has been branded of us. Mm-hmm. But it's been a lot of good fun. And it's cool because, like, you wouldn't, honestly, when we started, we didn't think we would get guests mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like y'all, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, but yeah. we've had a constant slew. Like, We've had Artsy, we've had John, we've had Banu. Like when half of wind up. Half of fucking wind gonna up. Gonna be half of wind up at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Like the editor in chief of Revolution. Wow. And yeah. That's awesome. It, it honestly blows up my mind yeah. that we're able to, and it's because they're regular people. It's because yeah. they're not able to, they don't have to put on like a mask, you know, yeah. and like talk super polite and shit. I th- yeah. And I think our next target is the indies. That's right. Let's get some indie watchmakers. Up That's right. There. That's the goal. Bring them right? down in the mud with us. You know, like revolution that. actually is, um, I feel like that's totally your guys' vibe too. Cause they, I remember way, even yeah. from back in the day, like revolution was always, yeah. I remember their magazines were a little more risky, like risque. risque. And like, um, it was it was so different than what everybody else was doing. Yeah. yeah, they they definitely have a vibe because they 
there was a video they posted on their IG account. They flew out all these indies like F.B. Jordan and all uh-huh. these people, and it was on a Spirit Airlines. Yeah. <laughs> and there was like a video, <laughs> and they're all... <laughs> it, was, Dude, it was so good. I was like, that's us. That's oh, us. Oh, man. So like, yeah, next year we'll probably be at Dubai. Yeah, on fucking harassing them, dude. Flying spirit, though. That would be cool. That'd be cool. I don't know if spirit flies international, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. So let's let's go and move on. So let's talk about Peter, right? The man behind the brand. Go ahead, bro. So you've lived in six states. My associate has uh, Uh mentioned earlier, Uh (laughs) and one of them happens to be New Jersey, the armpit Mm -hmm. of America. It is. Mm -hmm. What What do you like or not like about New Jersey? (laughs) Well, it was never by choice. It was you because were, it was like a, a encampment. You were it was yeah. it was my, that's where I New Jersey was where I was introduced to the world of watches because uh-huh. I worked. At you know that's still the phone number he holds. It is two zero one. And what's the other seven digits? I gotta change that. I can tell you, but <laughs> <laughs> that's five, for after the five, show. Five five. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, New Jersey because after school, uh, in New York City. My first job Parsons, was right. yep Parsons, and I he studied GPA in too. Study, yeah. studied industrial design, and uh, yeah, I got my first job at Movado. I knew nothing about watches. I I actually have a coat from you here. Yeah, so. I, I I didn't know, but I went there and uh, I I took the job, and uh, my mind was like blown. I was like, all right, this is at Movado. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was just the idea of watches. Of watches, just the right? watches. Yeah. I'm like. You know, I I didn't I didn't know that this was like like a, a thing. thing that can be a like designed and down to the detail that it mm-hmm. has to be designed in. Did, did you ever rub shoulders with John Farrah from Brew? Because he worked at he worked Movado, Movado. For six months. So I I think it was after my time there. But did you hear like legends of him? Like he was such a bad no. boy. He was a cool. No, cool so dude. I I, I don't I don't know John. Like I I briefly I, I mean. We didn't really talk too much about uh, his Movado days. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, it was, I think, because I left in 2010. Yeah. Uh, after you made Bold, After right? I did, this guy. He knows everything <laughs> about Killing it. Dude, because yeah, I yeah. mean, Movado Bold was cool, right? Yeah, Movado so Bold. I launched Movado Bold. It was the introduction yeah. of affordable Movado. It was. It was. It was. Mov- <laughs> Movado Bold was, um, it was a cool project. They were like, hey. Um. Yeah, we wanted to uh, want to build a new brand targeted towards a younger demographic yeah. and affordable, like under five hundred bucks. Uh huh. And you started. You Make started it. in the watch world in two thousand six. Two thousand six. Correct. Yeah. So you've you've had a lot of experience. What's something that's fascinating that maybe mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know about the industry that you that you want to share mm-hmm. or that you could share? Uh, I think what's fascinating is the the amount of the amount of people in hands that touch the watch. Oh, really? Yeah. The amount of people that hands that 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 touch the watch. Um, Is that you mean like in a design standpoint or just from everything? Just everything? Probably. Yeah, just everything. I mean, oh, obviously in a comp like in a, a company as large as Movado, there are a lot of people involved when it comes to um, you know design decision making, product oh, wow. development, and things like that. Um, it would be great. It does, and it does require a lot of, um, like a product development person, someone who's literally communicating with the factories, right? Um, on a on a daily basis. I mean, I do that myself right now, mm-hmm. but it is a full time job. Uh, you know, being able to manage all the supply chain, making sure, hey, 
what is the status of of this? You know, if you if you get a if you get a sample, for example, and you there are some changes that need to be made, you need to make sure you stay on top of all the different like edits that you wanted to make to it, and make sure that um, the communication is very clear, and you're constantly following up. Because I mean, think about it. I mean, the amount of any one supplier, the amount of projects they have going on at That's one right. time. There's nobody That's unless insane. you're like some massive company. Unless you're Rolex, right? Yeah, exactly. You're you're not gonna you're not gonna get the attention that you need, and so. Um, but yeah, the amount of hands, like I said, um, That's the component suppliers. I mean, uh, I don't know how public this information is, but like in terms of a single watch, there's a the the amount of factories there are that make every single component. Mm-hmm. It's all separate. It's also yeah. crystals, one factory, hands, yep. another factory, case, yeah. another factory. Yeah. I mean, and they all have to come together, which is like actually kind of cra- right? crazy to think about that these parts come from a bunch of different places and they somehow all fit together uh-huh. perfectly. That's so tight. just making that is like kind of mind blowing. If you mm-hmm. really kind of think about it, you're like, how does it's just a bunch of people from different places in different locations, literally on different machines. But then they, they all, all have to, they all have to come together. together. Yeah, That's it's, it's cool. actually kind of crazy. So yeah. let me hit you with a, a left field question, right? Yeah. Um, if you could have any superpower, mm-hmm. what would it be and why? Uh, I would, any superpower would be, um, uh, what do you call it? Teleporting. Oh, oh, that's why one. though? Why? Because for nefarious. Because I think uh, the actual time it takes to travel uh-huh. is a complete waste of time. Because yeah. nobody, nobody actually like. Do you really oh, enjoy flying? Unless you're hours? sitting in first yeah. class or whatever. Even then, right? But even t- even then, you're you're it's sitting in stuck a, in a plane. You're stuck in a plane, and you have no control over anything. It's just like yeah. you get there when you get there. Right. Uh, that's a good one. Like actually. That. That's like an actual practical answer. Well, how about you? Me, uh, falling downstairs without getting hurt. Oh, that's because oh, then that's I could just really make powerful. people laugh all the time. Be like, "Hey, push me down." That's... <laughs> yeah, dude, that's like a circus trick. Yeah, it's, it's pretty sick. Mine would be being really rich. Okay, that's the superpower that's I want. How is awesome that a superpower? Power. Uh, have you seen Iron Man or Batman? Oh yeah. Right. I mean, okay. So you want to be Tony Stark? I just want to be rich. <laughs> that's that is powerful. You run the world. <laughs> yeah, that's money. right. So as so like if it's a superpower, what's the part that's so like? What's so super about it? <laughs> well, well, I guess if you can just spend every all the every single penny you own, and then the next replenish. day you're like, boom. I would make. So a, you want to be dude, the Federal Reserve? You just I want to be with... Jay Powell. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I want to be Jay Powell. I want to print money, baby. Yeah. People, people are just you're like their god. <laughs> You are the yeah the Federal Reserve. <laughs> so the... so so let's get back to watch a little bit. So you worked on Movado. Yeah. You've joined Fossil. Yeah. Um, do you still keep in touch with anyone from those times? I still keep in touch with some folks from Fossil because mainly because that was like more recent ish. Um, it was uh, homies or what? Yeah. No, honestly, you know, Fossil was a really it holds a special place in my heart because it was i moved to texas when i was like oh, 25 years da- old the dallas office dude yeah have you been there y- yeah i have yeah okay that's it's near <clears throat> garland it's like five minutes from garland it's um yeah it's in richardson richardson that's correct but um uh that 
office is insane. I yeah. mean, there's like they have their own Starbucks in there, yeah. their own gym. Like, so I still, yeah. we were supposed to go there, but Mike, I know you're fucking listening. <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to bring the group there, bro. What the hell, dude? What the hell, dude? Yeah, what's going on, Mike? Mike? Yeah, Mike. I got like 18 zodiacs. <sighs> Actually, so the group did end up so so we had an event with Mike. The group bought like like eight, ten zodiacs. Yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy about zodiac is like during my time at Fossil, um, <clears throat> so Fossil had their own employee store like in the building, uh-huh. and you just get like some stupid, insane discounts. This zodiac. Do you remember the time when zodiac was making these like crazy, like large geometric? Uh, yes, the I ZMX do. series. I do. My fiance wants one of those. Dude, you're crazy. <laughs> Like, He's like, can you get this pink one for me? I was like, it was insane. The stuff they were doing, I, honestly, like from a engineering and like mm-hmm. just manu- like just yeah, manufacturing standpoint, they were really cool. And we would get them for like fifty bucks. Peanuts? Like, the what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, and I buy all of them up. <laughs> I, they probably still have. I need you to go to that store. <laughs> I'm a Venmo you. <laughs> and it's funny because like fossil, right? And like. So you keep in touch with some of them. Yeah, I because do. Because of that. Yeah, I do. So, um, Ryan White. Oh, Ryan. Yeah, I know Ryan. He's still well. there. He's still there. He's he is he's fossil the, defender. He's the de- yeah exactly. He's the design. He's a design product so guy. The fossil defender was like actually one of my first watches I bought. Now I think I was like seventeen. Oh really? So I saved up one fifty dollars for that fucking thing. Oh nice. And I was like, nice. Yeah. I'm an adult. <laughs> and then um. I lost it. Or it's lost it somewhere in my house. I think my kid even has it. So when you were working, when you were in design, mm-hmm. I enjoyed Scoggin. Mm. So like. Yeah. Scoggin, I, do, I love how thin Very they were. Thin. I was telling Brent, yeah. I was like, I love how thin they were. And to me, it was like the height of like, yeah. of class. You know, I'm yeah. like, I had that shit, dude. I had yeah. that shit on. And like, I would like always like look at my wrist and I'm like, I don't even do that now. Yeah. <laughs> But Scoggin was cool. So how involved were you in that design? And do yeah, you still have so, some? So Scoggin was uh, acquired by Fossil back in 2019, I think it was. 2019. And um, yeah, straight up straight up bought. And they they bought them to do a full like rebrand and all this stuff. It was it, honestly, it was really cool. They put together an uh, extremely talented team. Um uh, like the best product developer, the, you know, um, just marketing team, visuals, all that stuff. I mean, I mean, when it comes to, you know, Scandinavian design language, I mean, you can only imagine how clean the aesthetic was. But anyway, uh, they recruited me to be the senior designer that's right. to for that rebrand. And so um, that's when I joined. I I hopped around several different brands there, like Michelle. That's why I went yeah. to Fossil was for Michelle. Um, I, you know, took part of several different brand launches, um, like the Tory Burch line. That's right. I remember. Yep. Tory Burch, uh, Karl Lagerfeld. I mean, just all these random things. And then because of my experience, and that was my initial, or that was always my, uh, sort of purpose was I wanted to get as much experience as possible because I knew early on, this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And so that's why I joined Michelle because it's like, I wanted to learn about women's women's watches, women's brand, you uh-huh. know, you know that kind of thing. And so, um, uh, yeah. And then I joined Scoggin, and that was a super cool 
Do you uh, still have any? I do. I do still have some Scoggins, yeah. That's cool. They're really cool. Can I have some? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> begging over here. Yeah. Welcome They're to begging. Watch Cringe Bay. <laughs> where we beg for watches. We need it. <laughs> you see where I live, dude? Yeah. We need Yo, like 10 just, of those. So actually, when you were driving here, did you see all the loose dogs walking around? <laughs> I yeah. did see them. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, there did. was like, I, I passed by like dude, four. Some of them are scary, man. Oh, dude. One some of them, them like, I was like, God, are you going to open my car door, dude? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Brent. <laughs> well, so I was just wondering how how much at Parsons, like the knowledge mm-hmm. that you gained at P- Parsons and the skill set, wh- how how much of that like mm-hmm. was applicable to all these mm-hmm. different brands that you were jumping around with? Yeah, I, I think. Um, so <clears throat> Parsons is is one of the the top design, it's a top design, design school, school. especially uh, honestly the majority of their popularity and fame comes from uh their fashion program yeah, and design like yeah design fashion design program um but i mean you know the product design department was was good um but i would say just in like generally speaking it's it's just, it's only as good as it's only as good as um like your investment in it you know and yeah, so like I, I definitely took a, a like took some of those classes very seriously in terms of like mm. um just illustration and like um the way you think in three dimensions you know and like um and that uh, you know when it comes to that like three dimensions meaning like you know dim- like actual dimensions yeah yeah so like how product pieces, how yeah. product how parts come together uh-huh. so i have a little <clears throat> trade for yeah. you. If you draw us a new logo, yeah. I will come up with a new jingle for your brand. <laughs> and actually, do you want to hear the jingle? All right. Oh shit, you actually have a jingle? <laughs> I got two spoons here. <laughs> and this is called a little jingle. Jack Mason. Jack Mason. And then you got a, a guy on like a electric saw and like a banjo. <laughs> And it's like real old timey like and stuff. Real hillbilly. Yeah. Thing. What do you think? Well, all right. So now, why don't you come up with a design for us for a watch cringe design? I don't know if I can come up with something as 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 nice Elegant. as that. Yeah. Man. Elegant. Uh, but I'll try my best. Yeah. Money's worth. We can do that. So do that. Were, I think that's a fair trade. So it seems it seems like you were studying a lot at Parsons, right? Like you seem uh-huh. like a studious person. What was the craziest shit you've seen in there, though? Yeah. I've seen injuries. Injuries, oh, <clears throat> because um, okay. So the way it works is, every freshman, no matter what, uh, no matter what department you go in, whether it's fashion or graphic design or uh-huh. architecture or product, you take a foundation year, and then um, that foundation year is like you, everyone takes the same exact classes. Well, I I obviously chose product design, and we have to also do whether you're gonna do um. Uh, there's two main programs. So there's like what they call, I think they called it like mass market, which was like actual products. And then the other was furniture. Mm-hmm. And so we, they had a very elaborate, um, like wood shop, stuff like that. Oh, what Dude, table saws, everything, every tool you can imagine. And so there were a lot of, um, like, not a lot. I shouldn't say a lot. There are some interest. I obviously people like cut, chop their fingers. No yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, like on the table. So, I mean, you're, these are kids. I mean, think about it, right? You're back in eight. Oh, that's true. You're, you're like 18, 18 years old or whatever. You're like a baby. I yeah. mean, at the time, you think you're yeah. like the shit, right? <clears throat> but like, yeah. And so uh, injuries. But uh, wow. Yeah. So that that's so you, very Are those sp- prosthetic fingers that you no. have? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really funny about that? I yeah. have 
like abnormally large hands. Yeah. And so that's look, like, look at this fucking guy bragging, fucking dude. Brag, no, dude, it's just <laughs> it's it's just funny because you say prosthetic because uh, all my my closest friends and and my girlfriend actually they always tease me about. See, that like, was another question fat. I was gonna ask you is if you were single or not. I have some friends who are who met you at your New York actually, and they were oh. He's fucking hot. Yeah, you'll meet some of them tonight. His name's Josh. <laughs> I wasn't referring to Josh. This one's a woman, actually. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Let me ask. Whoa. There you go, Sorry. Host. Off limits. Taken. Taken. <laughs> Off limits. Taken. 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 So uh, let me hit you with one. Let's go. Okay. In, 29, in a 2019 interview, you were asked how you were introduced to watch design, and you answered that you thought you'd be designing cds and flip cell phones so do you still dream of doing that and can you either describe to us or draw what a cd player is in 2023 oh man yeah i <laughs> i can't imagine doing that now because they don't exist but yeah do i can have, draw a cd player yeah let's do this because actually so we had we okay. had <laughs> we had this plan all right there you CD go. Player in 2023. Yeah, like a 2023 CD player. Dude, this is quick draw right here. Right, let's go. Quick draw. Holy quick shit. Draw. He's drawing some crazy stuff right now. There's a line. There's a line. Third. So for people that are listening oh, to this, okay, we okay. do have a YouTube, but I will explain what he he has a three-dimension rectangle that looks like it's moving really fast actually he's got like li like Dude, he did that lines in 10 seconds. this is amazing First. rounded corners oh, yeah for safety yeah, right? I think so it's around the corners this is for the generation that eats tide pods <laughs> whoa oh that's the insertion hole how about a CD? A three, a three, three CDs? CDs. Do you guys remember that in the cars? Yeah, like the the CD changer, the six CD yeah. changer. I love that stuff. Dude, that was the best. My wife's car when I met her had the eight CD, and I was like, "No way!" No, rich. Does it work? And it does. And, and those typically it. didn't skip. They did not. Oh yeah, it's gonna be. Is it anti-skip? That's pretty cool, oh, dude. That actually looks so good. I would buy that because it looks retro now. Yeah, that's touch. It's all touch. It's gonna have Bluetooth. Oh, we do. <laughs> Bluetooth connection to the headphones. Dude? That's right. That's that would be hilarious. I mean, dude, uh, Sennheiser. A CD player <laughs> with Bluetooth. Do you think it's possible to have lossless audio through that? <laughs> no, right? Because it's wireless. Holy shit. Oh, I like that? that. I like that. Uh, you know what? Let's make it. Harken back. I love those. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's clips on yeah, this. Yeah, I like let's, that. Let's, let's, let's put on a, uh... Oh my god, that's Hell tight. yeah. Put another Oh, I like that. Dude, that's almost as big as a Panerai. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this so good? This has no business of being guys. If you were fucking wondering, this guy is a designer for real. Yeah. Okay, dude. Artistic people. Yeah. Blow my mind still. This is great. To this day. Find me another show where they will ask their guests to draw <laughs> a product. Oh, I, I, that's All a right. three. There we that's go. actually pretty sick. That's so cool. Right. Dude, he yeah. just whipped that out in 30 seconds. Yep. That's nuts. <laughs> Actually. That's really Guys, cool. Guys, that... <laughs> I mean, you'll see our reaction. We have the fucking video. This is crazy. Yeah, this is nuts. That's I, nuts. I think we got to end it on that. That's pretty badass. I think badass. so. Yeah. So, well, actually, I do have a question. Okay. So you want to ask him? Ask one, and then I'll ask one. Okay, two last questions. Okay. You want me to so, go first? Yeah, go ahead. So, who was the better designer? Colin Curry or Fox Omer? Oh, my God. How do you... I don't even know where you've. I, honestly, I don't even know how to find this information. All right. Uh, so, so okay. Let's hear it. So those two guys. So Colin, who are they first? Yeah. 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 Colin were uh, Colin and Fox were designers at the company. Uh, this is when we were really you yeah. Know, this is like infancy. I mean, we were like pumping out watches uh -huh. because we had to because of the business model, right? And so Colin um, was. Uh, talented designer who's now back at Fossil, actually working with uh, really with Ryan. I did yeah. not know that. That's yeah, cool. he's very actually. You know the um in New York the uh, uh, Mickey Mouse. Lunch, yeah, that was whatever. his. That was like his baby. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can you tell him to fucking get me a the sketch one? The I could not find that. Yeah, the, fuck. the 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 that that was his his thing. Um, he always asked him for freebies. <laughs> hey, I'll pay. You, I'll give you two hundred dollars for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Retail four ninety nine. Um, <laughs> Fox was okay. Fox was, Fox was a guy who um, it's two X's by the way. Yeah, it is two X's. The fuck? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I know, right? Um, he was an intern. I found him as an intern out of. Out, he also went to a uh, design school in Cincinnati, and um, hired him. And this guy had an eye for design, and mm -hmm. just like he, there's some people just can like you can pick tell, things yeah. up like just fast. And like I, I immediately I was like, okay, this guy's insane. Insane ability. Um, he actually, so one of our old watches back in the day, which we actually kickstarted, was a regatta timer watch. Uh huh. He designed that. Yeah. Yeah. Like from as an intern, he designed it, and I was like, okay, I was super impressed with this. Uh, but uh, he, I think he had, um, he just had this. Some people are just born with it, like just just have it, like that it factor of natural so where's ability. Fox now? 
Fox is back home in Kentucky. Uh-huh. Uh, he was always a skateboarder. Yeah. That was his thing. He looks, yeah. Actually, his photo is him his holding a skateboard. Skateboarding, like that was his thing. Huge skateboarder. Um, I believe he's doing something in that in that space right That's now. That's badass. Yeah. So, um, cool. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I hold him near and dear to my heart. Uh, is yeah, because you guys art. were the trio. Yeah, we were. We were. <laughs> yeah. You know everything about them. A little bit. My last question is, you said Thanksgiving is your favorite time of the year. Is that still true? And it is. Either. I will say this. Thanksgiving is... It's not that Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. It's the period between Thanksgiving and, and Christmas. And Christmas. Oh, yeah. The holiday That's cheer. powerful. Yeah. Festivus. 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 But, uh, yeah, I'm excited for some things. But I will say that the food <clears throat> is oh. just... I just had a Thanksgiving lunch today at work. It was awesome. You did? Yeah. What Did, oh, did you contribute? No, no, no. They They had it catered for us. From where? I don't even know, but it was like... Boston, Turkey, Boston Ma- Market. Boston Market. Yeah, it was like, yeah, Boston Market. I have no idea. It was good. Hey, Do you guys man. have Diwali? That's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 uh, no shade on Boston Market, man. I, I love Boston Market. Yeah. For the record, those sides. So, uh, are are you Korean? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> my wife is Korean. And oh really? So, yeah. Oh. She's Korean Vietnamese. Oh, okay. Um. So whenever Thanksgiving rolls up, you would think that like. Turkey, right? Oh, oh. She makes ham, and then she makes like Korean food, yeah. like galbi. Oh, yeah. And like kimbap. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like you've it's had a, it for I sure. It's good. I mean, I think with uh, like for Asian families especially, I mean, you cannot have you can't celebrate an American holiday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta have some Asian <laughs> and have always. only American yeah, food. You gotta get something. <laughs> There's there. something wrong with that. There's you like ham. And then the rest is just Asian yeah, food. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Yeah. So, question. Do you still think Joseph Gordon-Levitt is uh, the guy that would play you in a movie? Oh, my God. Where do you keep finding this information? <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt is... I mean, y'all uh, both have. I liked him in Looper. I Oh, he was good in that Looper. Movie was I awesome. liked him in Batman. I like him in Batman, too, yeah. I liked him in Batman. But if, I, if, if we were to pick like a... Inception, too. Like a muse... Oh, yeah. If you were to pick a muse uh-huh. for Jack Mason, Dude, I have he... two guys. All right, let's hear it. All right, Ron Jeremy. One <laughs> is one. <laughs> one is uh, uh, it's Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay. I like that. Right? Yeah. And then the other, uh, who I actually I would really love to, is John Krasinski. Oh, you can't. That's yeah, vortex. That's I know, vortex right? Yeah. It's like the irony there. I was like, what? He already owns it. Yeah, that's RT's boy already. Like, he's like the perfect. I mean, dude, I think Joseph Gordon Levitt would. It'd be cool, it'd be man. Cool. Yeah. It'd be cool. In 500 Days of Summer. Mm. You know, I we've been. I, I mean, that's something that I want to. Um, I want to get like try to do with Jack Mason is like find some sort of ambassador, right? Uh-huh. Um, but. Now that's that that stuff is a it's expensive, but b like just finding the right person because they all got mm-hmm. you know they all got shit. Going they all on. got their shit. Yeah, yeah. So that's well, fucking awesome. Well, thanks, that's been dude. it, and thank you so hey, much. Hold on, do you have an ASMR? I do. It's uh, let's hear it. Yeah.